get going. Gavaldik's brand new Masech, the Masech is Tainus. We are about one quarter of our way through Shas. We started almost two years ago. Unbelievable. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. A little more than, I think we're, end of Rosh Hashanah is 25% through, uh, <laughs> through Shas. Okay. So, we now begin to learn Masechus Tainus. Masechus Tainus. What is the focus so what we're going to be focusing on in the first parak is a halacha which starts out pertaining specifically to Eretz Yisrael. What we do, we, as we're going to see, we do this in Chutz Eretz as well within our tefillos. But um, the time frame of when we recite the tefillos that we're going to discuss is based upon the Eretz Yisrael Dika seasons. And let's explain. In Eretz Yisrael, rainfall only comes for a very limited amount of time. If there's no rain, chas v'shalom, during that season, that means for the entire year, there's not going to be any rain. Okay? So, the Chachamim instituted a two-step process that Klal Yisrael must be involved in to ensure that we have rain. Okay? Step number one is to add particular additions to the Shemona Esrei. So, there are two particular additions that we're going to be focusing on. One addition is what we know as Mashavaruach Umayr Dagashem. Mashavaruach Umayr Dagashem is not a request for rain. Mashavaruach Umayr Dagashem is a statement that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of the power of rain. It is a statement. Mashavaruach Umayr Dagashem. There's another tefillah that we add to Shemayin Esrei, which is a request for rain. That is Vesein Tal Umatar Levracha. Okay? Vesein Tal Umatar Levracha. That is a request for rain. So we know that Masha Baruch goes into the second bracha of Shemona Esrei. We'll learn soon why it's in the second bracha. And Vesein Tal Umatar goes into the ninth bracha of Shemona Esrei, which replaces Vesein Bracha. Okay, instead of the same bracha, it's the same tal umotar, the same tal umotar bracha. They they have a joke about the yake. The yake tells his wife that he's going to come home late. Marv's going to be a little longer. She says, "Why?" He says, "We start saying the same tal umotar." All right, he's got, he's got two extra words. He's got to time himself. So, all right. So those are the the two additional tefillos that are interested. Now, if there's still no rain. Once Klal Yisrael begins adding the tefillahs, then there's a step two of the process, which is the institution of a tainus, the institution of a fast, which is the thrust of our Masechta. Okay? That's where our Masechta is called Masechta's tainus. We're going to get into a, a various halachas concerning um, the establishment of a tainus, how a tainus is decreed, um, uh, what about other... Tzoros that come to Klal Yisrael, when do Chachamim establish a Tainus for that as well? And it's going to, uh, when, which months is it appropriate to establish Tainus, to not establish Tainus? That's going to be a big part of our, of our Mesechta. Okay, with that introduction, let's get going. Says the Mishnah, At what point of the year, when do we start saying Gevura Iskeshamim, the power of rain? Now, whenever you find Gevura Iskeshamim, is that a request? No. It's a mentioning of the power of rain, which is referring to Masha Baruch. That's going to be the focus of our first Mishnah. 
We're not talking about Vasein Talamata right now. We're talking about Mashavaruch Marnagashem. From when do you begin saying Mashavaruch? Now keep in mind, this is a premise. Because we introduced the Masechta to say, oh, Chachamim said there's a two-step process. Okay, first you daven, then you fast, fine. But Lamaisa, we're going to have to ask in the Gemara, who says you even mention it in the first place? The Mishnah is the same as Masechah's Brachas, right? Masechah's Brachas starts out, Mehem, Masechah, Nishma, Baharbiz. When do you start saying Shema in the evening? And the Gemara starts out saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who says you even say Shema, right? So that's what we're doing here as well. We're going to have to ask on this premise, but be it as it may, this is a premise. At what point do you start saying You start saying it on the first day of Sukkot. You begin saying You start saying on the last day of Sukkot. Now, the, what's the last day of Sukkot? So those of us who learned Masech Sukkah are going to say, well, it depends. The last day of Sukkot could be Aishana Rabbah. But for other halachas, could be referring to Shemini Atzeres, right? So we're going to see what exactly Rabbi Shua means when he says you start on the last day of uh, the last day of Yomtiv. Again, Rabbi Eliezer says you start on the first day of Sukkot. Rabbi Eliezer says the last day of Sukkot. Amalei Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says to Rabbi Eliezer, who says you start saying Mashavaruach on day one of Sukkot. He says, one second, you want to start mentioning rain when Sukkot comes? That, that's a bad idea. You know why? We don't want to talk about rain on Sukkot. It's a bad sign for it to start raining on Sukkot. Why are you talking about it? Right? Better to keep it, you know, keep it in the closet. Don't, don't let the cat out of the bag right now. Yeah, let, let rain come after Yom Tov. We don't want it to rain on Sukkot. I'm like Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer says, whoa, Rabbi Yeshua, relax. I didn't say to say the same Talumotar. Meaning, I didn't say that we should start asking for rain on the first day of Sukkot. All I said is, Listen, it's the season of, it's the fall season. It's now the season of rain. You should start mentioning that Hashem is in control of rain. But I didn't say to ask for it. Relax. Omar Lai, Rabbi Shua says, If Mashavaruach has nothing to do with bringing rain, and it's just a statement, then I have a question on you, Rabbi Yehemazgir. Why is there a particular season of Mashavaruach? Say it year-round. If all it is is a simple statement, see, the whole year we should be saying Mashavaruach and Regashem. Why is Mashavaruach limited to a particular season? It must be because it's not just merely a mention of rain. It must also have to do in some way with unlocking the keys of rain, as we're going to see later on the daf, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu holds. And therefore, bottom line, says the Mishnah, Lahalacha, I'm sorry, Says the Mishnah right now, we have a machlaikis. Rabbi Yezir says, you start on day one. It's the season. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, wait till the last day of Sukkot. Because we don't want to talk about rain on Sukkot. Okay. When it comes to saying, um, um, when it comes to requesting rain, asking for rain, we only start asking for rain, Samuch Lagashamim near the rainy season. And the Gemara later on, Be'ezham will explain what is this Mishnah continuing on Masha Ruach, is moving on to the St. Talamatar, we're going to have to wait and see. Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yudah says, A person, the Chazin, the Shaya, the Shliach Tzibur, who's davening for the Amud on the last day of Sukkot. This over here, it's clearly, uh, over here, it's, we're going to just explain right now, it's referring to Shemini Atzeretz. Ha'acharayin Maskir. The second... Shliach Tzibor, 
says Mashavaruach. Who's the second Shliach Tzibur? The Baal Musaf. Okay? Says the Mishnah, the Baal Musaf on Shmini Atzeres says Mashavaruach. This is how we paskin. Ha'achrei maskir, but harishain ain't a maskir. By Shachris, we do not talk about Mashiv Haruach. Says the Mishnah to end off, Biyomtav Achron Shal Pesach. And you know when you stop saying Mashiv Haruach, on the, la- on the first day of Pesach, Biyomtav Harishain Shal Pesach, Harishain Maskir, the Baal of Shachris continues saying Mashiv Haruach, Ha'achrein ain't a maskir. But the Baal Musuf no longer says Mashiv Haruach, Umayrid Hagashem. Okay. Now, very important point to mention. This is not talking about the same, uh, is, this is not talking about Mayrid um, Hatov. It's not talking about dew. Dew, as we're going to see in the Gemara, is a year-round, constant, automatic event. Okay? So we're not talking about, um, we're not talking about Vesein Tav. We're not talking about the, the or, or what does Nutzok Svard say? Mayrid um, Tov, right? We're not talking about Tov. Over here, we're dealing, dealing specifically with the mentioning of rain. Important discrepancy, as we'll see soon. Says the Gemara. Here we go. Where's the Brisa? Where's the Tana coming with a premise that he says, Oh, when do you start saying Mashav Ruach? Ask the Gemara. Who says you even say it? And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Tana Hosam Koi Dikatani. Listen to this. Our Tana is working off of a Mishnah in Meseches Brachas. Okay? Now remember, beginning of Shir, what did we mention? We're come out a quarter of the way through Shas right now. What's the first Mesech in Shas? Brachas. Tainus, we're waiting to Tainus Dafes to, to go on a Mishnah in Brachas, Daflam Gimel. Okay? Notice that, because the Gemara is going to challenge this. But the Gemara is answering right now. Oh, you know why we're saying, we're going back on Brachis. Meseches Brachis. Maskirin Gurus Yishom Tchias HaMesim. It says, you should mention the power of rain in Tchias HaMesim, Bishalom Brachis Hashanim. And you should say, Bishalom Brachis Hashanim. And you should say, Bishalom Brachis Hashanim. And you should say, Bishalom Brachis Hashanim. And you And therefore, we're saying over here, Meimasai Maskirin Gurus Yishom. On that statement in Brachis, that time in Brachis that says, that you should mention, we're saying, oh, well, uh, you know, when? Says the Gemara, come on. If, if you, if you want to know when to say it, why, why are you waiting from Brachis till here? Why are you waiting almost a quarter of Shas to ask this question? This would be a question to ask back on the Flamid Gimel and Brachis. So the Gemara agrees. Gemara says, you're right. That, that can't be the premise that we're working off of. Ella Rather, Here's the premise of our Tana. Tana Mireish Hashanah It's a continuation of Maseches Hashanah, the Heliger Hashanah that we just finished yesterday. Ditnan, because we learned the Maseches Hashanah. Ubechagni Doinin Alamayim on Sukkis we're judged on water. And since uh, a big topic of conversation in the previous Masechta is the world being judged, okay, therefore. We learned here as well. Period. Okay. And the Gemara accepts this. Okay. The Gemara is fine with a Mishnah and Tainus starting out being a continuation of a statement in Rosh Hashanah. Now, it's not a direct continuation. Okay. Because 
that, uh, you know, what we mentioned, the Mishnah and Brachas is, the Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah is like halfway through. So it's not an immediate thing, but at least we're dealing with a Masechta, we're dealing with a topic to start out our Masechta, which is connected some way to the previous Masechta in at least the same Seder. At least we're dealing with Seder and Bayad. But to go all the way back to Seder Zeroyim, that was, you know, that was very bothersome. Okay. Now, says the Gemara. We take that as an answer. New question now. Ask the Gemara. The listening The Gemara is asking just on the language. Why is Mashivaruach Umayyad HaGeshem called Gevuros Geshemim? Why is it called mentioning the power of rain? Why don't we just say, from when do we mention rain? Why is it called power of rain? Omar Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon says, Mepnei Sheyardim Begvuram Rain comes down with power, with force. Either, well let's explain the, the Pasuk first and then we'll, we'll explain what this means. It comes down with power. Shem, as it says, Oise Gedailais Adein Cheker V'Niflois Adein Misfar HaKadosh Baruch Hu does wondrous great things. Adein Cheker, that, that, that can't be fathomed. Viniflois and a pella, a, a wonder and astonishment, are a misbar that are that can't be counted. Uksiv, and then it also says, Hanaisein Matar al Hashem gives rain on the face of the earth, Mayim, and he sends water Al to the outlying fields. My mashma. What do you see from these verses? Amarabavarshila, it's a it's a hekish. Okay, I'm sorry, it's a um it's a um, it's a gzera between the words asya cheker cheker mibiyosay shalayla. You find the words adain cheker, referring to rain, and you find the word cheker when it comes to Hashem's creation of the world. Ksiv hacha isik dalas adain cheker. It says by rain that Hashem does brings rain with you know it's beyond comprehension. Uksiv hasam and it says about my sabrachus the creation of the whole world. Halayadata mleishamata lekei olam Hashem. Don't you know? Didn't you hear? Hashem is the is the God of the world. He creates the borders, the boundaries from uh, of the world, meaning from one end of the world to the other. He doesn't become tired. There's no cheker. There, there's uh, you know there's no um, comprehension to understand the power of God. establishes the mountains. And Nazar Bigvura in creation, it also mentions not only Cheker, but it mentions Gevura. And therefore, you see, rain is connected to the creation of the world, which, by the, by the way, we talk about this daily, right? When we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mechadesh Betuvah Tamim, when Hashem brings rain, it's like a new creation to the world. It's like a new Maiseberejus. And therefore, since we find a connection, a relationship between rain and Maiseberejus, and there's power in my separations in creation of the world. So too, we mention power with the rain. Now, let's pause for a minute. According to these verses, when we say Gevurais Geshamim, interestingly, it seems to imply right now that the it's not the pow, it's not the rain that has power. That is one way to interpret it. That the rain comes down with power, and the rain has an influence. But according to these psukim, well, what the the gevura of my sabrachus is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu put gevura in the world. So it's referring to actually the power of the rabbanu So When we talk about gevura Hashem, we're talking about Hashem's power comes down with the geshamim. Hashem's power comes down 
with the rain. Okay. Fine. Let's pause and take a step back and see so far what have we learned. So, what we've learned so far is that Chazal instituted a set time to mention Mashavaruach. We learned in the Mishnah, there's a Machlaikas when it starts. Rabbi Levi says the first day of Sukkot. Rabbi Yeshua says the last day of Sukkot. The Gemara, the Gemara says, why are we mentioning it here? And the Gemara says, because it's a continuation of Rosh Hashanah. Then we ask, why is it called Gevurais Keshamim? And now we're explaining because it's connected to Mice of Rashis, connected to the creation of the world. Now, what we still don't have clarity, however, is why do we need to say Masha Varuach in Shemayna Esrei? I know now to mention it during the rainy season, but why? Maybe it should be like right after Maidani in the morning. Right? You should wake up in the fall and in the winter. Maybe say it right then. How do we know to establish it in the Shemayna Esra? All right, says the Gemara like this. Let's ask this question. How do we know it should be mentioned in Davening in the Shemayna Esra? The Tanakh lived in the Raisa. The Avosem Leikechem Olav Doi Becholav Avchem To love Hashem your God. Remember what the Gemara Brachas tell us. How do you love Hashem? To make Hashem beloved in the eyes of others. If you love something, you love somebody, you make sure everybody knows about it. If a person loves the Rabbi Nishayim, they go out and they teach it to others. That doesn't mean to serve Hashem with your Yetzir Toiv and your Yetzir Hara. Which is the Avaid of the Rabbi Nishayim that's supposed to come from the hearts? Who's to come from the heart? Our heart's supposed to be involved in the day. What is that? Yeah, a full-fledged davening is not just rote, is not, is not just saying the words. Of course, the words of the Anshik Nesek Dela are, are incredibly important, but it's supposed to come from the heart. Uksib Basrei, and it says, after, it says, beautiful. Therefore, we have a hekish of the Pasuk of rain, right next to the Pasuk of You're supposed to mention rain, says the Gemara, at the time where you're serving Hashem with all your heart. Beautiful. There are three keys that remain in the hand of the Rabbi that he does not give over to a messenger. Now, what's a key? Very important. What's a key? A key is something that opens something that's already there. If you have a key to an empty room, it ain't going to get you anywhere. Why am I saying this? Because let's notice the three keys that HaKadosh Baruch Hu holds on to. Says, the, says Rabbi Yechidon, Ve'eluhein, Mavteach shal Gishamin, the key of rain, Mavteach shal Chaya, the key of childbirth, Umavteach shal Tchiyas And the key of Tchiyas What we see from here is, let's focus on childbirth because that's what we're most familiar with, okay? Within our world, right, you have, uh, that's the most familiar with, of you, human involvement. Hashem is the key to childbirth. Does that mean you can have a child without going through the necessary motions to have a child? 
You could just say, listen, I'm going to dive into the Rabbi Nishalem, do nothing, and I'll have a kid. No. Of course not. You have to do the natural action necessary to have a child, and the Rabbi Nishalem holds the key as to whether you'll be successful. That's what a key is. It's very important. When it says the Rabbi Nishalem holds the key to rain, it means that Kaddish Baruch Hu is absolutely in charge of the outcome. But there's always something that we are responsible to do to make sure there's rain, to make sure there's children, to make sure that there's Tchiyas HaMesim, right? Even Tchiyas HaMesim, to be able to come back, it's decided through a person's actions which impact their Nisham. Okay? There are specific things that we could do to be Zaycha Tchiyas HaMesim. But ultimately, to hold on to the key, to open up that bracha, we have to do our Ishtadlis, as we call it. But to open it up, that's completely up their bunch with all this. opens up the good storehouse, to bring rain in its proper time. Holds on to the key of birth. Yeah. Ah, we're still part of the last week's parsha. Vayishma, top of Amud Beis, Vayishma, Yilel, Vayishma, Yilel, Lekim, Vayivtach, Esrachma, and he opened up her womb. It's all up to the Rebbeinu Shlom of childbirth. Mavteach Shlom Tchias Hamesim Inayin Dechsev Vidatem, and then you will know, Kani Hashem, Bepischias Kvoresechem, when I open up your um, your graves. Okay, so you see from over here that the keys to these three things are held on specifically. By the Rebbeinu the Marava Amri in Eretz Yisrael, they said, "Af whether or not a person's efforts that goes into their parnasa will be matzliach of the Rebbeinu You know, there's the minagiz when we say in Ashrei, you open your hand, the minagiz to open our hands. Many people think that this is a prayer requesting Parnassah. Not true. Paiseach es is a statement. It is a statement. You do open your hand and satisfy the needs of all living things. It's a statement. Now you can have in mind as well at the same time. You can, you can request anything. But notice the translation. It's that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does this. That's what they say in Eretz Yisrael. Af Why? Because of this statement. You open your hand. It's, it's, it's all the Rabbanish. Why did Rabbi Yechina mention Parnasa? Look around. So many people put in effort and they're not Matzliach. So many people put in zero effort. They are Matzliach. Like, well, isn't this a push of the thing? Rain, which is sustenance to the world, is inclusive of Parnasa. So there's no Machlaikas really. In Eretz Yisrael, they mentioned Parnasa differently. While According to Rabbi Echanan, he, he uh, took for granted that people would understand when he says that because Baruch holds on to the key of rain, it was inclusive of, of Parnassah. It's all sustenance. Okay, period. Gavaldik. Two dots. Here we go. We're about eight lines from the top of Basil Medvei. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, Rabbi Lezer always starts saying, Mashavaruach. On the first day of Sukkot, they asked a question searching for information. Rabbi Yezer Mechagamrlo, where does Rabbi Yezer decide? Where did he decide to start saying on the first day of Sukkot? Says the Gemara, here's my Shaila. It's one of two options. Ready? Geshmak. 
Milulav Gamarlan. Does Rebbe Leezer say you start saying Mashiach on the first day the same way you take a Lulav on the first day of Sukkot? Okay. Now, what would be the Shaykhis? Rashi explains because all of the Dalidminim, all of the four species that we take, need rain to grow. So as soon as you start taking your Dalidminim, it's appropriate to start mentioning that Akadosh Baruch Hu caused this to happen. To mention, Akadosh Baruch Hu caused this to happen. Oi, or, or maybe he learns it out from Nisachamayim. We know that we had the special water pourings on each day of Sukkot. And the world's judged on Sukkot. So as soon as we start the Nisachamayim, maybe he says, you should also mention Mashavaruach because, you know, we're mentioning we have the Nisachamayim and therefore we're mentioning the power of rain. Now, what's the Nafkamina? What's the difference? Says the Gemara like this. Me lulav If he learns it out from lulav, then I'll tell you something. Ma lulav bayayim, apaskara bayayim. If lulav is only mitzvah by day, so if it's learned out from lulav, we should only mention mashavaruach starting in the daytime. Aydoma minisachamayim gomarla, or maybe learns out from nisachamayim, manisachamayim miorta, and just like nisachamayim could be done at night. Yomar mar uminchasam beniskehem, and their carbon minchas and their pourings. Afilu Balaila, which were darshaning to be even at night, Avaskarame Orta, which means you should start saying Mashavaruach even at night. Okay? Good child. A practical difference between what's the source for Rebbe Lezer will be do I start saying Mashavaruach the first night of Sukkot, or do I have to wait till the first day of Sukkot when the mitzvah of Lulav starts? Fascinating child. Answers the Gemara. Tashma, come and listen. Doma Rebbe Avot. Rebbe Avot says, Rebbe Lezer's source is from Lulav, and therefore we start saying Mashiach during the day. There are those who say, Rebbe Avot had a Messiah, on this, and some say that he heard it from Mastis, he heard it from a Mishnah. Where do you find a Mishnah? Oh, it's a Brisa. Where do you find the Brisa? The Tanya? We learned the Rebraisa. Mastisa usually means a Mishra, but if, if we're saying the Tanya, that means we're dealing with the Braisa here. Okay. From when do we start mentioning rain? Rebbe says very clearly. Ready? You see from here, he hangs the mitzvah of Mashavaruach on the mitzvah of Lulav. Because he's saying, when do you start? When you stay, when you start taking a Lulav, which is by day. From when you put down the Lulav. When's the last day you take Lulav? Last day of Sukkot, okay? Now, according to this, according to this, Brisa, by the way, you can understand Rabbi Yeshua to mean that you start saying Mashavruch on Heishanu Rabbah, not Shmini Atzeres. But we'll get into a conversation about this. Bottom line is, let's focus on Rebbe Lezer for now. When Rebbe Lezer says, you start saying Mashavruch day number one, we ask the Shiloh, why? The answer is, because of Lulav. The Dalaminim are dependent on rain, so he says you start mentioning rain, and we only start mentioning it by day and not by night because that's when the mitzvah of Lulav starts. Amr Rebeliezer says, Since the Dalad Minim, the Lulav, Hadas, Harobah, and the Esrug. Okay, why did I just say it in that order? I don't know. Okay, it's coming to help in the din, help in the judgment. For proper water, 
and these none of none of these four minim, none of these four species can grow without water. Kach so too says Revelezer, the world cannot exist without water. Okay? And therefore, says Rebeliezer, it is crucial, crucial to mention Mashavarach as soon as you take the Dalad Mina. Umla Rebishua, Rebishua says, I hear you. I hear you're a whole catch with the Dalad Mina, but let me tell you something. The world could go one more week without mentioning water. And we're supposed to go one more week because we don't want rain. If it rains on Sukkis, it's a bad sign. Rebbe Lezer says, relax. I didn't say to ask for rain. You're right, that would be incorrect. We don't want rain on Sukkis. I said, you should mention it. Mention it. And I'll prove to you that mentioning something, even when you don't want it, is not a problem. Yeah? Message in life from Rabbi Shua, by the way. Either way, fascinating machoikas. Rabbi Shua says, if you don't want a topic to get into a conversation, don't bring it up. Don't, don't, you know, if you're not, you have to wait for the appropriate time to start mentioning things. Don't, like, sometimes you want to mention something as a side point tangentially, and that person takes the conversation and just runs with it. You just totally lost the, you know, yeah, that's Rabbi Shua. Like, don't go there. Don't start with the rain. We don't want. Says Rebbe Liezer, don't we say Mechayim Mason daily? And is it time for Tchias Mason? No. There's going to be a set time for Tchias Mason, But we still mention things outside of their time. Yeah? Okay? Rabbi Yehuda says, actually, if you want, you can mention it whenever you want. Seder? Now, Rabbi Yomer, now, one second. Before we get to Rabbi, we should have a couple of problems with this. We should have a couple of problems. Problem number one is, Tchias HaMesim, uh, what, huh? I was going to say, Tchias HaMesim, we want constantly. That's right. And it could come any moment. Yeah, Gavaldic, right? Very good. So, so that's going to be one obvious question. And the second thing Rebbe Lezer is kicking in and saying at the end is, and by the way, yeah, the same way you can say Tchias HaMesim the whole year. If you really want, you could say Mashavaruch. You have to say it during a set time. But if I want to say it year-round, I could do that. On that point, though, very good. On that point, Rebbe, let, let's stick with the second point first. Rebbe Oymer, Rebbe says, Oymer Ani, I hold, Mishoshe Hifsik, L'She'ela, Kach Mavsik, Laskar. As soon as you stop saying V'Sein Talumotor, you also have to stop saying Mashiv uh, Haruach. Okay? Because it's not the proper time for rain. Seder. Okay. Now, according to this, Rashi points out, according to Rebbe's statement, it seems he's going to agree with Rebbe Yeshua that with, whenever it's inappropriate to mention something, you don't, you don't say it. Whenever it's inappropriate to ask for something, you don't mention it. Because he's saying, if you need to stop by the summer months, it, you could imply, now this is a deal, you can infer that he agrees with Rabbi Yeshua not to even say it on Sukkot till, till the last day. Okay? Because what, what Rabbi is saying is, you, that you, you stop, uh, when you stop the same tal. Don't say it when it's not the proper time for rain. Seems to imply, it's a deal Rashi makes, like Rabbi Yeshua as well. Okay, let's keep going. Rabbi Yudah ben Rabbi Yudah ben 
Becerra says, so far we have two opinions, we're now going to get into a few more opinions. So far we have Rabbi Lezer says you start saying Mashiv Ruach on day one. Rabbi Yeshua says you start saying Mashiv Ruach on the last day of Sukkot. Rabbi Yudah Becerra says, B'sheni b'chagu maskir. You start saying Mashiv Ruach on the second day of Sukkot. Rabbi Kiva, Amir Rabbi Kiva says, B'shishi b'chagu maskir. You start saying on the sixth day of Sukkot. Rabbi Yudah Mishur, Rabbi Yeshua, Amir. Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah, when a person's leading the Baltfila on the last day of Sukkot, Ha'achorah in maskir, the Baal leads and says, Mashiv Ruach, Harishan in the maskir. The Baal Shachris does not say, Okay, what we just established is um, four opinions, four and a half opinions. Let's go over the four main opinions and we'll get into the last thing we said about Rabbi Yeshua. In our Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer says you start day number one. Rabbi Yeshua says last day of circus. Now we're learning that Rabbi Yudah ben Beseder holds you start on the second day of Sukkot. Rabbi Kiva holds you say on the sixth day of Sukkot. It ends off by saying Rabbi Yehuda quotes Rabbi Yeshua to say that when you say it on the last day of Sukkot, you should only start by Mosif. Okay. Fine. Let's go through this Machlechus. That's going to be the focus for the next little bit. Why does each opinion hold weight and where is each Tana coming from? Rabbi Yezer said you start on day number one because you need for the Dalad Minim, you need the, you know, the, the Dalad Minim need rain, therefore it's appropriate to mention rain. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, you shouldn't even mention it. And what did Rabbi Yezer say back to Rabbi Yeshua? What about Tchias HaMesim? Now we were bothered by this. This is what, this is what uh, Rabbi Ravinsky mentioned, right? We're bothered by this. There's a difference. So that's what I was going to explain right now. It seems Rabbi Eliezer, who's, who brought in Tchias HaMesim as a proof to be able to mention it year-round, is a good response. To which the Gemara says, no, it's not. Why? Because of what, what, what Rabbi Ravinsky mentioned. Here we go. Rabbi is going to say, We can understand to say Tchias HaMesim daily. Every moment, every day is the proper time for Tchias HaMesim. We want Tchias HaMesim every day. When it comes to rain, are you going to say that whenever rain falls, it's a gitazach, it's, it's a proper time? But now we learned in Mishnah, if let's say it starts to rain after Nisan, it's no longer the spring, it's now the summer. Is there ever a klala? No. But to have rain in the wrong time is a klala. Beautiful. And that's going to be Rabbi Shua's response to Rabbi Yezer. No, no, nothing doing, he said. You can't prove from Tchiyaz HaMesim to mention whenever you want. Because by Tchiyaz HaMesim, it's always the right time. Rabbi Yudah ben what was opinion number three? Rabbi Yudah ben He says, we start saying Mashiv Urach on day number two. B'Shein B'chagu Masku, you start on the second day of Sukkot. My time to Rabbi Yudah ben What's the reason for Rabbi Yudah ben The Tanya Merlantin of Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira, Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira says, listen closely, beautiful, beautiful um, uh, limud, extrapolation of these words. Listen, listen closely. On the second day of Sukkot, by the Karbonat Talmud, it says, v'nizkeihem, okay? You bring the nizkeihem along with the Karbonas, okay? On the second day, 
it says um, along with their pourings. Now, Place, I'm sorry. And it says on the sixth day by the Korban Atomit, its pourings. And it says on day seven, so again, day two is Veniskehem, day six is Unisocheha, and it says on day seven a change in the word which is Kemishpatam instead of Kemishpat. Kemishpatam, according to their halachas. Okay, now, let's pause for a moment. These letters are all extra because on the other days, by the, you know, when it says viniska, with a hey with a dogish, viniska. On day two, it says viniske hem, okay? And then it says unisach, so you have extra mem at the end. Unisacheha, instead of Vineska, has an extra yud. And it doesn't, instead of Kemishpat, there's a mem. So we have an extra mem on day two. We have an extra yud on day six. And an extra mem in the Torah on day seven. What's mem yud mem? Hare mem yud mem. You have the word mayim spelled out from day two, six, and seven. Hare kan mayim mikan remez lenisach hamayim in you have a hint, from the Torah. Okay? All right. Beautiful. Says the Gemara. Okay. But let's get back to our beauty of You're telling me that he says to start saying, because we started pouring the water. And there's a mem on day two, a yod on day six, a mem on day seven. So why is he choosing day two to start saying, Gemara says, I'll tell you why. He says, listen, the first extra mem in the Torah, Veniskehem, is on day two. So the second day is when we start the hint to the Nisa Hamayim. And therefore, on the same day that we start the hint to the Nisa Hamayim, we should start mentioning Mashavaruach. Whenever the word Mayim begins being hinted to on that day is when we start. Okay? Rabbi Akiva. Aimer, Rabbi Akiva, again, what was his opinion when you start saying? Day number six. Rabbi Akiva says, Bishishi Bechavu Maskir. Why? Shenemar Bishishi Unisacheha, the extra yod, Unisacheha, and its pourings. So he says like this The word Viniska means it's pouring. Unisacheha means it's pourings. Bishneni Suchmakasvedav, which on day six is hinting to two pourings. Referring to pouring the water and the pouring of wine. Zokt Rabbi Akiva. Here's his drasha. He says, you know something? The way the, the day that we started the Nisuchamayim was not on day two. We started on day number six. How do you know that? From the drasha of Unusacheha. Unisachem means multiple pourings, meaning until day six, there was only a pouring of wine. On day six is when we started pouring water. And therefore, you wait till you start the pouring of water to mention Mashavaruch. That's where his limud is from. Says the Gemara, pause. Hold on, hold on. We'll agree that Unisachem means multiple pourings on day six. 
but maybe it means you pour wine twice. Where is Rabbi Akiva's diuk that unisachel means water and wine? Maybe it means two wines. Maybe both pourings on day six. Maybe until day six, you pour wine once with the carbon, and on day six, you pour wine twice. Says the Gemara, no, because Rabbi Akiva agrees, Rabbi Yudah ben Besera is Mayim Drasha. Sabralak, Rabbi Yudah ben Besera, the Amar Remizi Maya. He agrees with Rabbi Yudah ben Besera to the extra Mayim. The Mem on day two, the Yun on day six, the, may, the Mem on day seven. So he's going to agree that there's going to be a pouring of water. But he also waits till day six. Now there's an obvious gap in this. What's the gap? So why doesn't he disagree with Rebbe Why doesn't he agree with Rebbe Mazira to start on day two? It's not making sense. If you're following Rebbe Mazira's Mayim, start day two. And if you don't agree with Mayim, okay, so stick with your day six. You can't dance in Bolchasnas. Top of tomorrow's daf, top of daf gimel. If he agrees with the Mayim, the Mem on day two, so why, does it, why is he saying, I agree with the Mem on day two, but I still hold, you have to wait till it mentions multiple pourings on day six? And for the Gemara, last step for today, Kosava Rabbi Akiva, it's because Rabbi Akiva holds like this. Rabbi Akiva says like this. I'm agreeing that we start mentioning the Mayim on day two. But I'm bothered. Why on day six do we say Unusacheha, which is multiple pourings? Why are we waiting till day six to talk about an additional pouring of water? It doesn't make sense to me, says Rabbi Akiva. I'm agreeing that there's a mem yud mem. Two, six, on day two, day six, day seven. But I'm also bothered. Why on day if, if taka we would start on day two, when the mayim starts, the mem starts, why are we waiting till day six to say unisachel, which is multiple pourings? It doesn't make any sense. And therefore says, Rabbi Yudha, therefore says Rabbi Akiva like this, I agree with the extra mem yud mem. However, you only start the pouring of the water on day six. All right, that's going to be the machlaikas. We're going to hold it here for today. We're up to Tanya. Third line on the Gimel Amar Aleph. And Bezaz Hashem, we will pick up from here tomorrow at 5.30. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everybody.